Welcome everybody, you're Talking Tables with Bill and Bryce here in the month of March. Today we're going to be re-reviewing some of the competitive information of surgical tables, and we'll talk a little bit about the national sales meeting that just happened. I think we can start out by covering Trump and McKay. As you know, in the last podcast, we talked about the Berktold and the Stairs tables. We're not going to go into a great detail on the Trump table. Uh, we did cover that in a previous podcast, so we'll let you listen to that if you want to know more. In general, the toughest competition that we have I would say is probably Trump when it relates to doing the Da Vinci procedures. There's really no other table in the market that has the ability to connect to the Da Vinci robot, and that's really their secret sauce and how they're selling so well. What we have to be careful of is once Trump gets in the building, uh, that they don't spread out into the general OR and take our business from there. Again, don't want to get into a ton of detail on the Trump table, but I, I will go ahead and, and review how the connectivity works between the Da Vinci robot in the trunk table and why that's important. Basically, if you can imagine you've got a table with a patient on it and they're docked to the robot, and that means that the robotic arms are there, you have all the trocars in the patient, you've got the camera in the patient, you've got you know whatever working arm that you're using, and you find yourself in a position where you can't actually see what you're trying to manipulate inside the patient. What you have to do in that scenario is reorient the table, right? Same thing that you would do in an open surgery, you have to do in the robotic surgery, you have to move whatever mass inside the patient is in your way out of the way, and you do that by articulating the patient. In a traditional table, when you have to make that movement, you have no choice but to take all of that instrumentation back out of the patient. So effectively, you're undocking the robot from the patient, you're then moving the table, then you're redocking the Da Vinci robot to to the patient that can take sometimes you know a half hour 40 minutes to go through that whole process that's what the da vinci table or excuse me that's what the trump table allows our customers to avoid because the table is linked with the robot you can manipulate the table and the and the robot will move right along with the table so you're saving that time from having to undock the robot that being said there's obviously still some negatives with the trump table you know mainly their product tends to break more often than others on the market they're more expensive to fix we have advantages too we can do the 40 degrees of trend ellenberg um, they can go up to 45 but compared to the other tables on the market us having 40 gives us a little bit more ability to articulate that patient we have a thinner base um, and that really shouldn't be understated because our base is a lot smaller it's a lot easier to dock that robot next to our product than it is the Trump table or others on the market. And beyond that, we have a better reliability record. If you've got a million dollar or a million dollar, it's going to be a multi-million dollar Da Vinci room uh, that you've paid for and you want to keep up and running to make some of that money back, you don't want to have a Trump table that breaks down and takes two months to fix. Skytron tables are more reliable and you put them in the rooms and they're just going to work. And obviously, We've been doing Da Vinci surgeries on our tables for many, many, many years. It's not as if you can't do a Da Vinci robot surgery on a, on a Skytron table anymore. We have to focus our sales efforts on the reliability of the product, the ease of use when it comes to using it with the Da Vinci, again, talking about docking. And there are certain things too. We have more top slide than what Trump does on any of their tables. And part of the docking process can be aided by that top slide. You can slide the table effectively out of the way while you dock the robot dock the robot and then slide the table back in. Um, so there are tips and tricks that you can do with our tables that you can't do with the others. So don't shy off from those opportunities, but you know, in all honesty, it has been very difficult for us 
uh, to beat Trump out in these Da Vinci rooms uh, simply because of that connectivity. Just a brief update on McKay surgical tables. We really haven't seen many new introductions from McKay. The Mira was the last one that came out. Uh, other than that, we're still seeing the Alpha Max out there and the Magnus in pretty much exclusively hybrid rooms. We don't see too much of the Mira out in the field, but uh, for that reason, many of you might not be overly familiar with its specifications. So just on a high level, the table is capable of a thousand pounds of lift and articulating capacities, uh, but it is pretty limited in what it can do articulating wise. It is only 12 inches a slide. The back section only goes up to 70 degrees and it's limited to only 25 degrees of trend and 20 of tilt. So it's pretty limited despite its high weight capacity. So obviously we've got more competition than this Steris, Berktold, and Trump. There's a lot of, we'll call them low-end tables that are on the market. You know, Nouveau comes to mind, uh, FHC Surgical. There's quite a few options out there. And, you know, we continue to see those kind of come in and come out of the market. They'll gain some popularity from time to time, and then they'll usually fall back. And mostly that's related to essentially poor maintenance and bad reliability. Uh, especially when we see the market get to the point where everybody's trying to pinch their pennies, we might see a Nouveau get a, a bigger order. But generally within a few years, uh, they've decided that those tables, you know, they're breaking too often. They don't have the national service that we have, and they just don't have the ability to maintain those tables. So they generally fall out of favor pretty fast. Uh, I haven't seen a break-in from anybody else recently. I think the last time was when we uh, we're just getting into the Obamacare era, and I think there was a lot more concern about where budgets were going to come from and how big budgets were going to be. We, we saw kind of a rise in popularity of a few of these lower-end tables, but I would say over the last um, three to four years, we, we just haven't seen many. Uh, if you do or you have a challenge in your distributorship where, uh, or I should say in your region where um, you're seeing a lot of these low-end tables, please give uh, myself or Bryce a call. So. Uh, we can document it and uh, we'll put that on the podcast. I'm sorry I missed you guys at the national sales meeting. I heard it was a blast. And I also want to give a congratulations to Mr. Gary Finley for winning the Kahoot Challenge. It sounds like he's going to be electing to use a 3603 with a hyperlight leg section for part of his demo prize reward. Yeah, thanks everybody for participating. I think the Kahoot Challenge was pretty fun. Congratulations again, Gary, and uh, I'd like to do it in the coming years as well. I thought, I thought it was a good exercise. Like Bryce, we know that not everybody was able to make it to the national sales meeting, so we're going to kind of do an overview of what was covered on the table side and just get everybody up to speed. We're really excited to hit the ground running in 2019 with a full portfolio of surgical tables. Uh, we've seen some really great sales with the 3603, especially now that we've dialed in the firmware and interlocks of the table, and we're really excited to see what's to come. Unfortunately, it's not all great news. While we did start 2019 with our 3008 available, I do have those on quality hold right now, and I'm going to take a quick second just to give everybody an update. Unfortunately, we discovered that we had three tables that had a failure of a clamping system that's related to the, the floating top. In two of those cases, we saw the failures, we believe, during the uncrating, possibly the shipping process, but we did see one that happened within the OR. And that's really what's led us to say, okay, we need to take a step back and find out what's going on. Right before national sales meeting, I had Mizuho in the office. We went through and we identified the cause of the problem. And we know that the problem is being caused by pretty high velocity, we'll call it impact, to the table. Um, that is causing the clampers to stick. 
Uh, again, this has happened uh, three times. Uh, we haven't seen similar failures in the Asian market where this table's been sold for the last couple, three years. Uh, but we all know that our market is unique. It's a little bit different than what it is in Asia. And we have a concern that we're going to continue to see this failure. So we're working pretty hard on trying to figure out how we can redesign potentially or maybe just change some software on the table to combat this problem. Uh, right now, I would love to tell you that the tables will be ready and, and ready to ship within a week or two, but I don't think that's realistic. I think at the fastest, we're talking 30 days, and it could take a lot longer just depending on what we end up with in terms of a solution. So I'm sorry for the inconvenience. Uh, it's a real disappointment. We had nothing but great success with this table. We couldn't keep them in stock. But at this point, we want to avoid putting more of the tables into the market until we know what the solution is going to be. Um, that way, we don't have to end up taking them all back out of the market to do some kind of a change. So I think overall it makes sense right now to just be cautious. We'll hold them and we'll continue to work as fast as we can to get these back available to you and to our customers. In looking at our product mix for 2018, we couldn't help but make some interesting observations. Uh, rewinding about 10 years ago, we had a product mix of selling 50% top slide and 50% top rotation. In 2018, we see the trend moving more towards slide top tables with a mix of 65% of our sales being slide top and only 35 of the top rotation. And the reason that an even product mix is important to us is we don't want to forget about the top rotation tables. We think that's a real strength of ours. We know it's a unique feature set that we offer and a lot of our customers will purchase those tables simply just because there's no other option on the market they can go to. So if you get a good top rotation customer, you're essentially the only game in town and that's going to get you a lot of easy repeat business and I think we can all agree that that's a good thing. At the national sales meeting we talked a lot about the becauses, you know, the reasons that our customers purchase our tables. So Bryce is going to go over a few of those that we gleaned from talking to our best sellers quite frankly. Uh, we looked at each individual table model, 3503 for example, and we reached out to the, the top five sellers of that product and we asked them you know, what were the becauses that their customers were drawn to and what were the things that they concentrated on to make themselves successful selling those table models? For the 3603, key features that were the because of a lot of sales were the um, low profile base, also the lights on the base that indicate if the brakes are locked, and the low table height. In addition to those, the added articulations with this iteration of table for Trendelenburg have been great for MIS cases. For the 3503, our undisputed king of 3500 series table sales was Mike Danielson. And what Mike had told me uh, was that basically, hey, you know what, the table can do everything. It's a great general purpose table. It's obviously cost effective. It's a lot less expensive than the 3603. It's more in line with the Stairs 4085 offerings. You don't end up having to discount so much like you would on a 3603 to be cost competitive. And I thought one of the really unique things that Mike had said was, you know what, it's, it's easier to move around. It's a lighter table. I think we all have had customers that will have complaints about how heavy the tables are and how difficult they are to push. That is a good point. 3503 is a lighter table than the 3603, so keep that in mind. Beyond that, we heard a lot about just the overall reliability from our top sellers of the 3503 and the fact that it still has 21 inches of top slide, which is more than any of our competitors. Now on to the 6702. Uh, some of the because factors for selling this table are that it's cost effective. With top rotation, you have less moving parts than a sliding top table, so we can reduce the cost. Also that the table has a 1,200 pound lift capacity. It's great for bariatric centers of excellence. 
Another comment from our successful distributors with the 6702 is that it's nice to have a secondary option when selling and to be able to provide uh, something that's unique like top rotation in addition to our top slide tables. The 6302 fell into kind of the same category that the 3503 did. Cost effectiveness was mentioned by all of the sellers that we talked to. There's a lot of becauses that make top rotation very important. And we I know that between Bryce and I doing these podcasts, we've talked in depth on top rotation multiple times. So I won't get into all of it here, but ENT, the ability to rotate the patient, uh, move them between anesthesia and the surgeon, uh, those are some of the top becauses for Uh, the top rotation tables. The other notable information that we got on 6302 that we didn't really see in the other table models was that our distributors felt that it fit the best into C-section rooms, outpatient surgery centers, and pediatric centers. So, you know, that particular table, uh, while we want everything to be as general as possible, it did come out to us that that was really the the main areas where they were most successful with that table. In the C-section, I think, is important because there's so many C-sections. They're, they're one of the top 10 cases in the U.S. So if you have a hospital that's doing a lot of C-sections, think about the 6302. Accessory of the month. We sell a lot of the head and chin straps for our beach chairs, but I want to highlight another product that Skytron has available. It's the disposable face mask. Much like the head and chin straps, it Velcros onto the headpiece of our beach chair, but it covers the whole face and leaves a window for the patient's airways. It's a little bit more secure and a lot of clinicians prefer it because they feel like it has the head more securely in place. And now it's time for Bryce's sing-along segment. Whoa, Bryce, I told you we're not doing the Bryce's sing-along segment. You always do this. You've edited this out of the last three months. I'm done. I've had enough. They're just, I don't know how to say this. They're just not good, Bryce. The people love it. They'll love it. The people don't want to hear the Bryce's sing-along segment. We tested it, remember? It came back really bad. Bill, an artist cannot reasonably work with these limitations. I'm done. Consider this my resignation. I guess I have to agree with this. I mean, I don't like it, but I guess it's just the way it is. I mean, tons of great bands break up because of creative indifference, and I, I think that's just where we're at, so I, I accept your resignation. In all seriousness, though, Bryce is unfortunately leaving the Skytron family. He has found another position. And even though we know that the world of competitive breakdancing is not easy to break into, pun intended, uh, we really wish him the best of luck. Uh, I think it's going to be a good career choice for him, um, but we are sad to see him go. Bryce's last day will be on the 15th of March. If you found working with him as enjoyable as I have, please give him a call and give him a, a nice thank you for his time spent at Skytron, and he will be missed. Yeah, thank you all. It's been it's been a great few years working for Skytron and getting to know you all. And I'll miss a lot of you friendly faces. And, you know, I wish you all the best. And maybe someday we'll reconnect again. Well, in related news, we do have an opening at Skytron. So if you know anybody who would like to be the next product coordinator for tables and accessories, please have them send in their resume. No creative types, please. Thanks, everybody, for joining us on this month's episode of Talking Tables. We hope you've enjoyed it.